one all right we're live this is sam this is side by side i have the wonderful lovely esme with hi me guys here. thank you esme thank you for joining us for being here with us today man i'm so happy to do this uh in a festive come on like you can already Very. see the festivity you know all the ornaments and everything i want to go ahead and just <laughs> wish everybody a merry christmas you know and just tell you like this is the happiest time of the year, isn't it? Don't you think it's the happiest time of the year? It is. <laughs> Come on, man. Have you already began to set up lights and stuff at home or um, put up decorations? We took out the stuff, <laughs> but it's just there. Oh, took it out. <laughs> I thought you were like, meant like started to put it away. Oh, like, no. <laughs> for like next no. year or something. I'm like, what? <laughs> We've been putting it off. It, it's there in the living room. We'll get to it. So the tree hasn't gone up yet. You know, the oh. what? The yeah. lights outside the house. Yes. Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. OK, good. Something. Good. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I feel like something about just starting to put things out, just, you know, preparing for the season, you know, like there's just something about Christmas. Are you really into like decorating? Oh, absolutely, yeah. man. Absolutely. The tree and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I put my Christmas lights up. I put up uh, the uh, um my lights outside and everything like yeah our, our whole family man we're all into it yeah. man. you know <laughs> and i know like a lot of people think that like oh that's pagan you know and uh, i don't know yeah. like i don't really get into all that like, it makes I, the house look pretty <laughs> yeah like i feel like there's something about like you know the family coming together and mm -hmm. you know having an activity you know and just i don't know spending time together and i feel like yeah that stuff like brings people together so yeah it does I don't know. I just, I, I get it for the people that think that like, oh, that's like too much of the world coming into, to the church and stuff like that. But I don't know. Yeah. I'm you're like, nah. I'm still kind of like, you know, like it, it's just something that our family does, you know, and it just, it's time well spent, I think, you know, and there's no right, harm yeah. in that. So I think as long as you reiterate, you know, and always remember what the true meaning of Christmas is. Like, right. Yes. Mm -hmm. then Don't lose the focus of what the meaning of Christmas yeah, is. Yeah. As long as you're telling your kids, you know, like what, what Christmas is really about, I think it's fine. You know, I think like, I remember being a kid, man. I remember like going to like those drive-in like, uh, movie light shows or whatever. And like, they were just like incredible. Like they're one of the happiest moments like of my life that I remember like as a kid. I didn't go to any until I was like older, <laughs> but I, I felt like a kid. I was just like, oh my God, look at all these lights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like if you had that feeling, you know, like you said, as you're older, like can you imagine like when you were younger? So I just can't like take that away from the younger generation. You know? Yeah. Like from my nephews and nieces, I talk about them all the time. I just, I couldn't do that. You know, like I feel like, you know, that's something that's so cool about being a kid, you know, like just having these little moments like that. So Yeah, because a bunch of things are now being taken away from the generation. Yeah, now, no, and it's like, man, if they only knew. Seriously, <laughs> man. Um, so, yeah, like, come on, make the most of everything. Like, stop trying to take stuff away. Like, let's right. just let's make something good out of it, you know, like whatever. But anyway, we didn't come to talk about Christmas <laughs> and stuff like I came to talk about you and hopefully get into some really good topics and stuff that maybe are educational for people, informative and stuff. So uh, let me just start off and maybe ask you something like, what have you felt like you've learned in your like in your life or something that like has really impacted you? Uh, like, yeah, some, something about you that you feel like you've really uh, learned because of your like 
testimony, things that you've lived or whatever, like, or you've gone through? Um, I think the, the first thing that really did, um, brought me back and like refocused me on my walk with, uh, God was, um, when I started dating this guy, I hadn't, um, dated since six years, maybe. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) And, um, so wait, so this wasn't your first boyfriend. This was just, yes. No, it wasn't my first. Okay. Okay. It was my first serious boyfriend. Oh, okay. (laughs) But, um, what I learned from that was, um, to only do things in God's timing because I thought, it, you know, six years already, and I was like, you know, I think it's time. <laughs> yeah. And I was over here thinking, oh, it's it's time to go look for someone, and and I met this guy, <laughs> and yeah. um, well, it didn't end well, <laughs> and so it was like God was the whole time was like, hello, I want your attention, I'm over here. Mm-hmm. And um, so he, like, literally took everything. He took the guy, he took the job, and I was, like, left with nothing, you know, like, just to call out to him, to him, to go back to him. That was my rock bottom. (laughs) So you you say that, though, but so did you walk away from that relationship or did did. he walk away? I did. See, but the way you said it made it sound like he walked away. Oh, well, mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I mean, I mean, it, it, it very well could be like God just like said, like, that's not the relationship for you. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, you know, some of us could be like, but you walked away. And I say that like from a guy's perspective. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I see why you think, right. that, you know, I walked away. So I actually did the action of, well, yeah, I, I, like I literally like oh, telling this is him good, yeah. it's done. It's over. Like it was physically and mentally draining like it was just I felt like it was just me trying to make it work and with him I think he walked away by pushing me away like you know he would just at the end of it um he wouldn't like text or anything like that or go days without you know like yeah and I was like what's going on (laughs) and so and it just it was too much at the end where I was just like I, I can't do this anymore so um Again, from a guy's perspective, you're saying basically like his actions were like maybe he wasn't saying it, but like the way he was treating you, mm-hmm. like really made you feel like he wasn't there, mm-hmm. you know, because I've heard that from women sometimes where they'll talk about how like, you know, the guy's just not trying, you know, and mm-hmm. is it true? Is it that the guy's not trying or is it that like the girl is just not interpreting like how he's coming at her with? So he said that he was going through some stuff whenever we're like at the end of the relationship mm-hmm. and when he would go like days without at least saying, Hey, I'm okay. Or something like that. You know, I would like text him and be like, you know, if you need time with along with your thoughts, you know, I get that. That's fine. Um, just, I just want to know that you're okay. And right. if you need someone to talk to, you know, I'm here, you know, I wouldn't no, nothing at all. So do you, was it also something like where, he would like be in just enough to keep you there, but then like not enough there to like actually have a relationship where like he would just like string you along, even though like he, was, you, no, you feel nothing. No, nothing. No. Okay. That's where I was like, mm. okay. <laughs> okay. Like, you know, like I get that he was going through a hard time, but um, I mean, everyone does, you know, and I feel like I did the effort 
and still trying to like making sure that he's okay and making it work. It was, I feel like I, it took so much out of me that I lost myself okay. in trying to keep that going until I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to get into you know, all the details and stuff and I obviously don't oh, yeah. know anything about this, the, the, <laughs> the, the like relationship, understand. but, but it was just, this is just me because, you know, I'm trying to come at it from a guy's perspective where mm -hmm. like, sometimes I feel like girls will say, well, you're just not putting as much effort as I am, you know, and the guy, like, I feel like sometimes they are, but they just do it in a different way. Now, again, I know this may be completely different, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. But I'm just trying to like appeal, like from like a guy's perspective, you know, I, I have seen it like where, where girls, I feel like sometimes feel like the guy is not trying. You know, and maybe that they are, they're just not good at expressing themselves. Mm -hmm. They're just not good at communicating, um, you know, whatever it might be. Uh, I just think that. Like different love languages. Right, right, exactly. Like s some some people express it, you know, through their uh, gifts, you know, mm -hmm. like the five love languages, gift, uh, words of affirmation, quality time, a few others, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know. But um, I get that. And so I'm just always curious because I don't think it's always that simple as like people saying like, oh yeah, like he just doesn't want to anymore, you know, or he's just not trying or whatever. But um, again, I don't know, like maybe this relationship, like it was like that for a while, like it was months or whatever. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, but okay. So um, it, they came a point where you finally decided, okay, like enough is enough. Like this isn't going anywhere. God has showed me all the signs and I think, I need to just like adhere to those signs and say, okay, God, I hear you. Mm -hmm. Cause I do feel like it happens a lot of times where God gives us signs and we ignore all the signs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we say like, no, but this is different. He you know, like, <laughs> what would you say? He loves me. He loves me. <laughs> yeah. Like you just don't understand. Like that's how he shows his love. He shows his love or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we might call those like toxic relationships almost. Yeah. Right. Or it's yeah. just like, you know, everyone else around you can see it and they're like, yeah, that's not a good relationship for you. Right. But you're just like, well, you just don't understand. Like, mm -hmm. you don't know him like I know him. You don't know her yeah. like I know her. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's those like common things that we often say um, because we're trying to defend that other person or defend the relationship. Right. Right. You know, and I think that trying to make it work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, because I think for the most part, a lot of us are hopeless romantics right and we want to believe i know i am <laughs> right <laughs> yes right? and you want to believe you're like i want to believe that he can change he can change <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny to me like he, you you want to believe that you know he's a good guy or that she's a good girl you know right. that she just needs some time you know mm -hmm. and i think the other person a lot of times might play on that and say like i think there's something to that like where when you give somebody too many chances Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, I already know how to. Right. Like this it, guy or with this girl. It, it enables them. You enable that behavior, you know. And so it's like it's so hard because, again, y you want to be like a, a romantic and just believe and give that person another, another try. Right. And you want to be good. Try. You want to be good to them and stuff. And yeah, they're taking like, it another way. <laughs> right. Right. And you, you want to be like no one will ever love you like I do. No one will ever put up with you with like, all the things that I put up I'm with. I'm ride or die. Yeah. <laughs> but really, like, it's just like, nah, dude, like, you're, like, that's not good. But yeah. when you allow someone to treat you that way, you know, when you lower your standards. You right, know? right. I mean, when, whenever you allow people to treat you a certain way, where, 
where it's just like no like they should know like that they have to treat you a certain way mm-hmm. that they shouldn't i think that's where like for for some people it's like they don't value themselves or something i don't know like well, what, they, what do you think um, either that or um it's like depending on what kind of environment they grew in it's um it's normal to them it's like oh okay this is what i saw at home so mm. this is the same thing here so it this is good this is good so you think it like almost stems from like their family like maybe like their mom was treated bad or something and they think well this is normal maybe not good but it's normal like it's this is what's supposed to happen there's supposed to be arguments there's supposed to be fights right right you know Cause sometimes people you know like they say either in relationships or like in marriage they're like oh yeah like you know there's the good times whatever but then there's sometimes bad times but sometimes they like take it the wrong way and like oh well they said that there's bad times this is the bad time Mm -hmm. you know they take it yeah the wrong way right where it's like yeah there's bad times but but not all the time yeah you know you should at the end come to an agreement Mm -hmm. you know or and there shouldn't be and there shouldn't be violence right because that's another thing that we're like sometimes like you don't even realize it or maybe you do realize it but there's like your relationship begins like to become violent Mm -hmm. and like there's actually like some like physical altercations you know and i think that happens more often than we realize where Mm -hmm. people aren't in abusive relationships where they're getting physically hurt yeah you know and if not if not physically sometimes emotionally hurt you know or what could you possibly do though yeah that's tough (laughs) you know that's tough because obviously something is linking you to that person like Mm -hmm. there's a reason why you're still with that person even though like they're clearly hurting you you know because again it maybe it's not physical for for some people but maybe it's like psychological mm-hmm. you know where that happens probably even more likely than than physically where people are like psychologically like abusing you know yeah you or whatever and yeah I, I had a friend um it it got so bad and like i would tell her and i'd be like you can come stay at our house we have an extra room you know and wow will help you out you know you work nearby the house we can take you to work and stuff but mm, <laughs> no. she wouldn't yeah yeah i guess I get, it's like all that time invested right and starting or the thought of starting with someone new mm-hmm. it's like i have to start all over again right you've already invested like you said so much time you've already invested so much of your efforts and like sometimes like you already have a family with them like you mm-hmm. already have like kids um you've already just you know exhausted yourself like you've given sometimes even financially like a lot Mm -hmm. of yourself to this other person and so of course it's going to be very difficult for you to to leave that relationship which to me is it's crazy but i've seen it and so it's not that crazy i know that it's it's real and that it happens for people that that they allow themselves to stick to a relationship where they know like it's not good you know where they know that they're like being abused by another person mm-hmm. you know with their words or whatever you know i just i really do sympathize for them or empathize i, f- I feel bad because like what a hard position to be in you know where like yeah you know you you know it's wrong but somehow like you still can't let go yeah either they can't let go or they can't find the way out yeah i think you were saying earlier like sometimes it's like it's because and i forgot like w- like what what you said but like it, it's almost like they they feel like they can't find somebody like better like 
or like nobody's gonna love them the same way yeah because mm -hmm. sometimes it's like you know like well like you know this person loved me or he did this for me one time i don't know like they they'll bring yeah. up one thing like that they did for them like a long time ago whatever and it's just like they can't fathom anybody yeah loving them or doing something like that for them again and so not it's only like, that like being loved like that but also or or because they did something for them they're holding on to that or sometimes i know for me um for a while um i didn't feel like i deserved mm. someone that would actually love me the right way the way i should be loved and i remember it was this year and like what she it was um pastor taylor madu mm. uh when we went to uh one of the Come services on. shout out yeah in case they're listening <laughs> <laughs> we'll tag um, <laughs> yeah um she was saying i don't know if you've ever heard her testimony what, yeah and so i remember her saying whenever she met him and i guess they started talking and that she felt that she didn't deserve him because uh, of what she did or you know her past her stuff past, like that yeah. yeah and and she's she said that he told her have you ever seen or been or had god's grace and i was just like oh my god i started mm. crying <laughs> come on it really it really did hit home for for a while i did i did think that you know um no one's perfect and I know I'm not. And like, I felt that I, I didn't deserve someone great. Someone not like him, like, you know, pastor Robert, but I mean, like, maybe <laughs> like, you never know. Like, why not? But with someone like him or like other, like, yeah. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to say it. Man, man figures, <laughs> not like, not father figures, but like, or husband figures, something like that in yeah. other marriages that i've seen like a godly like, man exactly yeah, yeah yeah and i was like man like i i want someone like that someone that's gonna love me like that and and pursue me like that and you know obviously the same i'm gonna do you know the same thing but i was like i would think you know like oh, i don't know because i i said this or i thought this or i saw this or whatever you know or i did that and i was like no i don't think i deserve that and then i heard oh. her testimony and i was like Mm. i'm gonna wait <laughs> but like wait, where do you like think that that like stems from because i feel like probably a lot of girls go through that where they feel like that they don't deserve like again like I a good godly man or whatever depending on whatever they went through you know um but for you well for me um where do you think it stems from from you it was just like the enemy just putting it in my head that you don't deserve that because you did this or you said that, so like or, you know, exactly. Yeah. And mm. it would always just be in my head. Like, oh, like I would see either I would meet other godly men, you know, and I'd be like, oh, my God, <laughs> something like that. I want something like that. And then those thoughts would come in my head and be like, no, you don't deserve that. You did this or you said that. So so almost like shaming, like like shame, mm -hmm. maybe like you feel like. Yes. The enemy definitely used shame to like make you like devalue yourself and mm -hmm. say, like, I'm not worthy yeah you know wow like i think that that's so tough you know like mm -hmm. because i think for a lot of people if we're honest like we battle with shame you know we feel yeah. like we could have done better mm -hmm. we should have done better and yeah rightfully so right like we we should and and we believe that you know god has set a standard but we also understand that god is graceful yes. right and he mm -hmm. loves us and he cares for us and that's not to say like hey continue to 
you know, indulge in your sin. Right. But it is to say like, there's a safety net. If, Mm -hmm. if you were to fall, if you were to like make a mistake, you can get back up. Mm -hmm. You don't have to run away from me. You can run towards me. Yeah. You know, and, and then like you can see yourself like as an image bearer of God and understand that, you know, if God made you and if he created you in his image, then you have value, mm-hmm. you know, just, yeah. just because he's valuable. So we are valuable. Yes. Um, so I, I think that I, it's easier said than done. Right. Yeah. I, I think for a lot of us, we understand mm-hmm. that we come to church and we understand that, but you know, when you're living life, it's like, it's different. It's like you, you, it's hard not to remember those things. Remember the mistakes, Mm -hmm. remember like, or hear those voices in your head that you're not worthy, Mm -hmm. that you'll never get like someone like, I don't know, like you said, like a godly man or a godly woman Right. in my Mm -hmm. case, obviously. (laughs) And I also think it's harder when, when you start like creeping up at a certain age, you know, you start getting like a little older it's just like dang and now you got the pressure of like other people yeah it's like "Eh." yeah (laughs) start looking at you like you know father time we're not father time but like the in spanish there's a saying that says like yeah it's like like, great so many times (laughs) i think that's one of the hardest things for like to be like a single person yeah yeah well not just a woman a guy too like i guess you hear about more like for hispanic women you know you think so? Yeah, like a guy, it's like, eh, you know. Whatever. No. But for a woman, it's like, oh, like, not only that, but, you know, you know, to bear children yeah. and all that stuff, you know. <laughs> I think More it's, pressure. I think it's hard in general. Like, for, for guys, too, um, you know, I feel like hearing. What in do the, you hear? Like, yeah, any I mean, of I, those? I, any of those? <laughs> I don't hear I don't hear about the kids and stuff, obviously. <laughs> but I do hear, like, well, I had a friend one time tell me, like, you know, once you go over 25, the odds of you, <laughs> yeah, I know, like, wow, the odds of you finding a single woman with no kids, like, it just goes, you know, you're going to have to become with a man. <laughs> it's the same with men. But, but I mean, whatever, like, it's very rare. It is what it is. I feel like, you know, God has a plan and, mm-hmm. um, who, who's to say, like, what is that plan? Right. right. And what I don't want to do is rush into something. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And then end up sorry that, that I, ended up in that relationship right or whatever yeah there was a time where i would um like my father now they know like maybe here and there there's an aunt that kind of asks you know whatever Mm. but they like kind of know like not to ask (laughs) that holiday clap back oh man (laughs) 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 because like before like it would it would bother me like they would ask me and stuff and i feel like sometimes they would before they would get a reaction and um until like I finally like I was like you know what no like if it doesn't have God written all over it mm. I don't want it and that's fine and that's okay and then um, I think it was my mom she was like well you like you know you're getting to a certain age and what if you're not able to have kids later on and I was mm. like what was it was it Esther or Sarah 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 yeah, it was Sarah. Sarah I was like if God can do it for her he can do it for Come me on. yeah <laughs> and they'll be fine healthy baby girl boy whichever do but you, yeah <laughs> do you have any holiday clapbacks I don't want to say <laughs> or, you, or you're like <laughs> whatever my family listens <laughs> or you're like uh well, like maybe like you're an aunt or somebody it'd be like you know y el novio you know nah. which is like where, where, where's the where's the boyfriend and like um 
It's not a holiday clap bag, but um, this is one uncle. <laughs> okay. Hopefully my aunt doesn't see it. Or my cousins. <laughs> but um, he would always ask me, like, oh, you love your, whatever, this and that. I was like, man, I don't even have a boyfriend. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> and then, like, one time I was like, mire tío, like, no sé por qué usted este, quiere saber cuándo me voy a casar, <laughs> pero cuando me vayan a pedir, voy a ir a su casa primero para que pague por toda la boda. Mm. And then my aunt, <laughs> she saw that, I, like, it bothered me. And she's like, no, 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 dile que eh, te va a pagar la luna de mí. And I was like, oh, okay, y no va a ser barata. <laughs> I want to go to the Maldives. <laughs> yeah, no, like, you know, put it back on them, right? Because... Yeah, make them, like, you know, like, stop. <laughs> they they want to, like, put this pressure on you. And I feel like they really do. Like, people... Like, even in the church, like, for the longest time, and lately not as much, but, man, they would put this pressure on me. Like, you know, where's your where's your girlfriend? And, you know, uh, my family sometimes would do it. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm just like, hey, dude, like, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm trying to, like, make an educated decision. You know, I <laughs> yeah. want to, like, you know, I want to, like, do things right. You know, and it's so funny because growing up, like, they always tell you, like, wait for the right person and this right, and that. And then they're trying to rush you. And then they try to rush you. Yeah. And it's like, well, which one is it? You know, <laughs> like, <do> you, want? <laughs> yeah, like, you can't do both. You know, like, right. y- you want to, like, um, make the right decision or whatever. Mm-hmm. Y- and you want to do things right. But, you know, again, then that's that, there's that pressure where it's just like, right. well, you should be married by now. Well, Said you should. Who? Yeah, <laughs> for real, you know, and. I think a lot of it obviously has to do with society and, Mm -hmm. you know, I think especially for us, like Hispanics, like I feel like our parents probably got married at 18 or at 20. Yeah. I told my mom. Yeah. Cause she was, I don't know how old she, I think she was 18. I think she got married or she had my, my oldest brother. And I tell her like whenever we have like talks and stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, and I was like, you have to try to understand, you know, and I'm trying to understand her because she was married and had kids at the age that I am right now, 27, (laughs) 27. And I'm like, I I tell her, I was like, well, you have to understand, you know, it's new to me because I'm a single 27 year old Hispanic woman, you know, it's, it's different, you know, at that age, she already had kids and stuff. She had my two brothers and um, it, it's different, you know, and for her, it's very different because she lived out her life differently. You know, she got married, had kids. And then now she has to raise a daughter that's at, the, at that age already, you know, and it's like try to understand why I decide or make choices or the choices that I do make, you know, it, yeah, it's different. Right. <laughs> it's different. No, it, it, it's it very is different. different. And, and I think. um I think it's important and I don't think people realize this enough like that you have to find yourself like you mm-hmm. before you can be with somebody and you know that's not to say you can't do it another way but I think it's best if you can like you know again f- find yourself before you, you're with somebody else mm-hmm. you know and not because I think as humans we have this proclivity like to like want to be like whoever we're around you know and so like if we start dating somebody before we know it, we start acting like them, mm-hmm. you know, like to please them or whatever. And and so, you know, we almost lose ourselves. I think you said it earlier yeah. that you kind of like almost started losing yourself. Like, no, I, who, I, who am I? I really did. And then um, like, like you're saying right now, you know, finding yourself whenever um, 
I had uh, broken up with that guy maybe like two days later, like we met up and it's like we knew why we were there to like kind of get closure and just to like talk it out. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember he asked me, he was like, do you want to be with me? And I, I, I mean, at that time, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, I, I do love you and I do want to be with you. But I was like, I still want to travel and I want to go to new places. I want to do new things. And I was like, I haven't even been on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> I got on a plane when I was 20, 24. Wow. That's yeah. the first time you were on the plane. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Wow. Maybe like a month or two after um, I broke up and like, I was like, all right, that's done with. Um, that December for my birthday, um, me and my friend went to Boston, my first time on a plane. And oh. I was like, and the year after that, um, I went to, oh, I went to Playa del Carmen and I like went to all the little places there. And the year after that, I went to London and Scotland. And, and then year, now, <laughs> yeah, this year you did a lot of traveling. Yeah. Also. And so like, it's very true what you're saying. You know, like, don't rush into like live your life first before you want to try to settle down with someone because then you're gonna be trying to do single stuff and you're married already you know yeah which also happens a lot too Uh, again we can't speak too much about that because we're we're not in that position but Mm -hmm. but that does happen where i've seen that plenty of times where like Mm -hmm. people who are like already married you have kids and stuff like want to still be like you know, at the yeah. club or whatever, you know, and I was like, damn, bro, like, okay, all right, do you, but you like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, you got kids, like, but I mean, I don't know, like, not judging or anything, but right. you know, that there, there's seasons for everything, mm-hmm. you know, and it's gonna be harder to like want to travel and to do all these other things, right? Um, when you have a huge responsibility as a like having a, mm-hmm. another human that you have responsible for, so, um. Yeah, absolutely. I think the importance of understanding seasons and mm-hmm. knowing like which one you're in. And I think that's so hard. It's so hard because when you're single, like you want to like be with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you're married, you might want to be like free. Again, I'm not I'm in that position, time. so I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, they might like want some alone time. Be like, yeah. God, like, can you just leave me alone for a second? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, so it's just it's so hard. Like, it's so weird, you know. I don't know how like God made us or whatever, but it's just like, it's so weird. We always want what we don't have, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's just about, I think as humans, what we have to understand is appreciating the season that we're in. Yeah. If we're in a single season, then like appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Take advantage of that. Like you, you you were alluding to earlier, like go travel, go like, go do some fun things, (laughs) do things that you want to do. Right. Not selfish with that. Yeah. Not what somebody else wants to do. Like if, Mm -hmm. if you want to go listen to a specific concert, you don't have to go to a different one because like your boyfriend or your spouse or whoever wants to go to that concert. Right. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's about, you know, your time or whatever but then also you know we're a faith mm-hmm. we're people of faith like man give that to god you know give mm-hmm. that singleness to god like how much more time do you ha- like you like you're gonna have a lot more time to like offer to god mm-hmm. you know and so like th- th- there's so much more like more than just time like your mental capacity like your your mind is not like just busy with you know like your kids with work with your wife your spouse or whatever you have time to be able to like 
give more to God. Mm -hmm. And I think that, again, as like single people, sometimes we neglect that because we're so busy, like thinking like, oh, I wish I was like trying to get what we don't have. Yeah. Trying to get what we don't have. Exactly. So I think, yeah, like there's so much there. There's so much there. But, you know, again, we just always find ourselves wanting something that we don't have. But, you know, if we can just understand like, okay, God gave me my life, not somebody else's life. Mm -hmm. You know, again, maybe my mom was married at 18, at 19 or whatever. That was her life. Right. Mm -hmm. For me, it's different, you know. I want to do it differently. Yeah. And I think that there's something to like, okay, so I'm 30 now. Who knows, like, when I'm going to have kids. (laughs) All my, like, brothers and sisters, they already had two. My brother's going to have three uh, here pretty (laughs) soon. Those are your kids for right now. (laughs) Yeah. Those are my kids, yeah. Yeah. But, like, whenever I have, like, my kids, I feel like I'm going to have a level of maturity, you Mm -hmm. know, to where I can raise them, like, better, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Not than anybody else, but just I'm a lot more mature than I was when I was 20, when I was 25, when, like, you know, and not that you can't raise somebody at 20. You know, I'm sure there's plenty of people that have done mm-hmm. it and they've done a great job. But I think if they could do it again, maybe they might choose to do it Later. when they were a little older mm-hmm. because they yeah. understand things better. You know, so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just like, OK, like this is the life that God gave me. Exactly. I'm going to mm-hmm. live it like um, how the he way. Wants. Yeah, how he wants, <laughs> yeah. not the way that I that I wanted it. So um yeah i think that that like all that stuff is good so hopefully like people are like taking something out of yeah. like what we're saying here God's come on timing wait yeah it's okay go have fun <laughs> <laughs> go date yourself <laughs> yeah that's another thing i don't know have you ever done that like have you ever like oh yeah it's gone funny. to the like i've heard people do this and that's why i'm asking gone to the movies like by yourself and like watch mm, the movie i think i have but for sure like going out to eat or shopping why well, like I like shopping myself because I don't want to be rushed. Mm. <laughs> um, I've gone to like comedy shows, like to the improv by myself. Mm. And like I get the weird looks, you know, they're just like, oh, it's just by herself. Wait, they don't roast <laughs> you? I've, I've seen I've seen comedy. I love comedy shows, by the way. Yeah, um, it's a lot of fun. But you had, so they haven't like been like, what's that girl doing over there by herself? <laughs> like, you know, from the front stage. I actually stage? thought that he was going to because I was sitting well, I, I got a ticket at the wavefront. Date yourself. <laughs> Date yourself. <laughs> and I sat all the way at the front. Like, the stage was right there. And I was like, oh, my gosh. He's going to be like, why are you by yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, he didn't, you know. He was nice. Yeah, he, was, he didn't even look. And I was like, don't make eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I've learned something about if you go to stand-up comedy, like, um, don't sit in the front. <laughs> That's what I've learned. Okay. Like they will use you for like their. Oh yeah. What you're wearing, how you look, yeah. who you're with, <laughs> what you're drinking or what you're eating. You will be part of the act if you're yeah. sitting front row, uh-huh. you know? And so, and kind of like you said, don't make eye contact, you know, like, try yeah. to, like you look away or something. Um, I don't know about you, but I do not like getting roasted, <laughs> but if you enjoy it and there are people that, that do, like I've seen people like go and sit on the front row on purpose. On pur- yeah. On purpose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they like make fun of me. <laughs> yeah. And talk back and stuff. And I'm like, how are these people like doing this? Like I can't, I'd um, probably be there just like laughing and crying. <laughs> <laughs> No, I would just like walk away, like embarrassed. <laughs> just get up and leave. <laughs> yeah, like for real. I man, one time, like I was at one of them, and like these older ladies got up. I think like 
they the the comedian like I don't know what he was saying, but they must have felt offended, and so they got up, and like that was the worst thing that they could do. Like he just started like roasting them yeah, even words. more, and I was like, like just like oh doing like god. the walk of shame. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's pointing and laughing. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, like I was like, I can't, you know. But I loved it. Like I was like, it's the funniest thing ever. Like I was just like, oh, I had never experienced it. I did it on like it was on a cruise. I went to uh, I went on a cruise. And, oh okay. And they had like stand-up night or whatever and like it was good like <laughs> i recommend it um for all you christian listeners like i know like there's sometimes there's drinking just don't drink you know you can still have a good time put a hoodie it. on or <laughs> something but like i don't know it's just get a lemonade <laughs> get, get a tea. lemonade get yeah tea. but it's just it's funny i don't know or find a christian comedian there's also like christian comedians also, yeah yeah, so. yeah yeah i feel like i had to like apologize so i'm sorry Oops. <laughs> like, Oops. but but no like um it's entertainment, you know, you go and you go and you go and you have fun, you mm-hmm. know, you go laugh and stuff. So, um, yeah, I just, um, I, I think stand up comedy is like the funniest thing. It is. Like, it is. I, I attempted to do it one time. Really? Yeah. It didn't go very well. <laughs> Crickets, please. <laughs> yeah. It, it's not as easy as it looks. Oh, um, God. yeah. People think just cause you have some humor, like you could just get up there and just like do and it. And they're no. like, ah, oh, you should do stand up. Yeah. <laughs> you're <laughs> yeah. up there. You're like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> but Hey, like whatever, you know, like everybody was gifted for something, mm-hmm. you know, and yes. maybe that's just not my gift. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, anyway, I think we, we derailed a, yeah, little, we a little too far, but, um, but I think again, a lot of what we've talked about so far, like it's been really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about something um that we kind of talked about a little bit before like we we started the podcast um i always like to go into these kind of subjects because i know that there's always people going through like things like this i know people battle with these things and and i feel like the more information the better you know Mm -hmm. people can like grab onto and just um benefit from it learn about it like i just think that there's always opportunity to learn yeah um and that's like anxiety. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people battle with this and and it's not as easy as like you know people want to make it out to be like oh mm-hmm. just take a pill and like right, be yeah. fine. No. Like what what can you tell me about like anxiety that that I f- that maybe like you know I don't know or something. I don't know. Um it definitely yeah like you said um it's not something where you could just I mean you can like medication It'll and help, stuff, right? but it's still gonna be there it's still gonna be there you know um i i never like i tried not to make it or tell a lot of people to not make it a like a big deal or make it a thing where it's like a part of me you know because i don't want that i i refuse to live a life where it's just anxious all the time yeah. you know so you um, battle with anxiety a little bit or you have i have i have um I know the first time that I got a, a panic attack, I was um, I was shopping. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So while you were doing something good, something that you were like stressed. enjoying. <laughs> right. Like, I guess that that's a thing that maybe some people don't know. Like, it just comes out of nowhere. Like, I was huh. fine, you know, and you know, I was shopping, walking around, and then I just started feeling like very shaky and stuff, and I felt very weak and... And I was like, you know, maybe maybe because it's hot outside, you know, let wow. me just go get something to drink, or you know. And I went to the restroom and I like put some water on my face, and I just it wouldn't go away. And um, 
And then I was like, well, maybe I haven't ate anything, you know, so let me go get something to eat, you know. And I remember I was, I had ordered, I went to a Whataburger and I had ordered my food and I told him, I was like, can I have a cup of water, you know? I was like, let me just get something in me, you know? And so I went to sit down and like, I was just there. I was like, oh my God, I feel so weak. I feel like I'm going to faint, you know? And um, they still hadn't brought my food yet. And I was just like looking around to see if maybe I can tell someone like, yeah. hey, if I faint, can you call the, or can wow. you, can you be there with me? You know? Um, so do you get like heavy breathing too or anything like that? Yeah. Or? Okay. Hyperventilating. Wow. Um, and so I, I saw a lady with her kids and I was like, okay, I'm going to get up and I'm going to tell her what's going on. And if something happens to me, um, for her to call the ambulance or just to be there with me. So I won't be by myself. Cause I was by myself. And so like, I finally like, I got like, I guess this courage to get up and like go talk to her. And as soon as I opened my mouth, I just like started breathing in and like I was breathing in so fast that my legs just kind of gave wow. out and I just like fell to the side. Oh my God. And oh, I freaked out the kids. I feel, I felt bad afterwards after I like, I thought about what happened. I was like, oh my God, I freaked out the kid and <laughs> the lady and she, I messed up their lunch. And so like, yeah, like my legs just gave out and like, just put my head down and I was like trying to like breathe, but it was so hard to breathe. And then like, I was finally like able to like, kind of like prop myself up. And then when I did, I saw my hands and they were like, it looked like I, I was getting a stroke or something like that. Wow. Like my fingers were so, just like, stiff locked. Or something. Yeah. And it like freaked me out even more. Cause I was like, Oh my God, what is happening? Cause wow. it was the first time that ever happened. And I was just like, Oh my goodness. And then like, I was finally able to like actually say something. And I told the lady and, I guess she was freaked out what was going on and stuff because of how I looked. So she um, went to tell the manager uh, of the restaurant and then she came and they called the ambulance and stuff. And I told her, I was like, can you stay with me? She's like, no, that's fine, honey. I'll, I'll stay here with you. And she was just there holding my hand. And um, and yeah, and then finally the paramedics came and um, um, they asked me if I wanted to go to the hospital to get checked. And at that, at that time, I didn't know what was going on, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was just like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to go, you know? And I remember, um, man, God bless that paramedic because I remember I was laying in the ambulance and um, I was still, like, you know, freaked out of what was happening and stuff. And um, he was sitting next to me and I just, like, I saw his hand and I just, like, got it. And then he just got it, too. And I was like. It felt it was it was a comfort. God God okay. bless him. God bless him. But um I was going somewhere else with that, but okay, I was like Oh, uh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I just like <laughs> I was like I, when you said it, it sounded like like he was a cute paramedic or something. Oh, <laughs> no. At that moment I didn't even you didn't think about that. You were no. just thinking about like staying alive. I need alive. to breathe. Yeah, yes, just, I need to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> but um like yeah, I, I so I forgot where I was going with that, but sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt, but <laughs> no, I just fine. like, that's where my mind was going. I don't know why I was no. just thinking like, you know, cute doctor or something. It was just like, help me. <laughs> oh, help. <laughs> help. Are you single? Like, no. Um, so it sounds like, again, I don't know. I, I've never experienced anything like it. I've seen other people. I feel like have those kind of episodes, mm -hmm. but I don't know. So again, I don't know enough about it. Like I've never experienced it myself, but do you think it's like a chemical imbalance? Do you think it's like it derives from like stress? 
you think it can be from stress sometimes mm-hmm. but that but, moment you're describing yeah. didn't sound stressful it just sounded like well, it was just random i mean yeah i was i was shopping <laughs> but um which is stressful for you is that what you're telling me <laughs> didn't have my size no, oh. <laughs> no, just kidding. no but um uh i was with, with that guy that i was talking about earlier that's at that time it was mm. just you know and um i guess i was stressing about that and so i was like you know what let me just go shopping let me unwind you know and just be by myself and that's it and then oh yeah so what i was same with that it it comes out of nowhere because i know after that time um maybe like a few weeks after um i went to the driving movies with my friends and we were all good you know everything was fine and everything and like as soon as the movie started it just hit me out of nowhere again i was just like oh my god oh my god like i'm out here what if something happens what if what if i get another panic attack and i'm really far away and like if they do need to call the ambulance it's gonna take him forever, you know, where something happens, you know. All that was just like in my head, you know, and I'm it's like probably making it worse. Yeah, it was making it worse. And I'm like, but I was fine. Like I was having a great time with my friends, you know, waiting for the movie to start. And then just out of nowhere, it just comes up and I'm like, Why? Like, no, I don't I know. Well, what's wrong, you know? Yeah. And so, um there's been other times too, and I'm like, No, 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 no. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm okay. I have money in case something does happen. I have my phone. There's nothing wrong with me. And um, recently, um, whenever I was uh, on my road trip, um, one of the highways would go through mountains. Mm -hmm. And at first I was like, oh, this is so nice, you know? I was just looking at the mountains because we don't have mountains like that in Texas. And so um, I was like, oh, this is really nice. And just out of nowhere again. And I was like, what? Like, I'm having a good time. And like, it's just coming in and all these thoughts like, oh, there's no flatland or what if something happens, you know, and where's the next city coming, you know, like, I was just like, (laughs) it's something like, it's just. I guess thinking of the what ifs, what if this happens? And but that's like once you've already like started feeling that it's not like the what ifs don't happen before the panic attack. Like mm-hmm. that's not what like causes it. It's like now you're feeling the what ifs because because of the panic attack, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, and this is again, like I want to make it a little bit spiritual. I want to go into spiritual a little bit. Mm-hmm. I feel like with with depression with um with like suicidal thoughts you can attribute that to like spirits maybe like an evil spirit maybe like mm-hmm. making you think that or feel that right i don't know if you can do the same thing for like anxiety like is there an evil spirit that just comes over you and makes you feel anxious i mean could it it could be maybe like i don't know again i've never experienced something like that mm-hmm. so i don't know but like it's like like what is that like how how does that just come out of nowhere like you, you said like you were driving it was beautiful it was like a a peaceful like view that you were looking at right, like yeah. how did that just like come out of nowhere like the way i thought about it now like like the many times that that's happened where i'm like enjoying myself i'm having a good time you know what i mean the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy it comes so to you, steal my peace mm-hmm. my joy i'm having a great time you know i'm not doing anything bad or anything yeah. like that and he just comes and like oh you want to be happy well i'm gonna mess it up right now mm. 
that's how I so see it. So it could then very well be in a spirit then maybe mm-hmm. like is what you're saying. Like it could be yeah. a spirit, like an evil spirit that just comes over you yeah. and just causes you to feel that, um, again, just uneasiness, uh, mm-hmm. uh just where your like blood pressure just goes up or whatever. Like again, I, I don't know. Tense and you're just like, Ugh, you know? Yeah. I think maybe also, and again, I don't know, I wasn't there mm-hmm. and I, I've never been with any of these situations, but I have had a friend where we were playing basketball one time and like, like when you play basketball, obviously your, your blood pressure is already high because you're running around and stuff. And he drank a bang, which by the way, like uh, I drink bangs. Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't know if maybe like, that's why I'm saying like, maybe it's also, it could potentially be like a chemical imbalance type thing. Maybe. Yeah. Right. Because it's like caffeine will do that. Like if you drink mm-hmm. too much caffeine, obviously too much sugar, which I think, I don't think bangs have sugar, but it has some sort of something that like, like just makes you jittery you like, yeah yeah so like i'm pretty sure my friend he's never drinking bangs again after <laughs> that but like man he was like almost kind of shaky like just he didn't know what to do like he felt like he was gonna pass out oh, you know wow. and just it was just like crazy and i didn't know how to help him i was like well like what do i do and i don't know what he was like going through but as you're describing a lot of these things i'm like he was probably having a panic attack you know mm-hmm. like he was probably having like one of those like episodes and Again, I didn't know how to handle it. I don't. I didn't know how to like help him, but yeah, I just I think that this is what, like one of those things where like we don't really fully understand. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, you did you have caffeine that day at all? Did you have like sugar or mm, anything? No. See, like <laughs> no. that's so crazy. Yeah. Like, I guess it's it, it's different, but um, spirit. Well, the way it helped me. Yeah, that it helps me. Um, it's, um, I, uh, read this blog about you know, like anxiety and stuff, you know, cause I wanted to know more about it. Yeah. And so what I started doing whenever I like kind of start feeling like that, um, I like count five things that you can either, um, touch, see, smell, taste, hear, wow. and it just like gets your mind, you know, from those thoughts. You wow. Know? That's good. And then spiritually, um, another story (laughs) yeah no please (laughs) um me and my cousin we were um we were on a road trip and it was supposed to be a four hour four and a half hour drive and it ended up being a eight hour drive and um it was at night and it was raining it just raining and raining and i was driving and like you know i was fine and everything and then again those thoughts you know it's like you know, we're out here in the middle of nowhere. You know, it's dark. It's raining. Mm. It's just me and her. What if uh, there's a river that, you know, it's overflowing and it just washes us away? I started thinking everything that could possibly a serial go. killer. So. It, yeah. So it's just going to pop out right now because it was very, <laughs> very dark. And then um, I put on my worship music and I started singing mm. with my cousin. You know, I was like, no, no, no. It's not going to happen again. Not right now. And so like put it up louder and stuff and then when we finally got to the hotel like i was like thinking about you know that and i was just like i I was whenever i was driving you know i was trying to focus straight keep my eyes on the light of the car because it was gonna lead me to the hotel and i started thinking i was like you know in real life you know when we like either going through bad things or you know depression or even now you know with the whole pandemic and 
everything going on in the world, you know, we got to like not look around of what's going on because whenever I would start getting more anxious, when I would start like looking around and I was like, oh my God, it's really dark. I don't know what's out there. It's raining. And then I would tell myself, no, focus on the light. It's mm. going to lead you to where you need mm. to be. And so I was thinking about it more and I was like, oh my God, God. In that little thing, God was telling me, focus on me. Mm. Just don't look to your left or your right. Don't look to the dark. Who cares what's going on around you? Just stay focused on me, and I'm going to take you where you need to be. Mm. You'll be okay. I'll lead you to your destination where you're going to be safe. Come on. And I was just like, ah. Come on. You're just like, <laughs> Yeah, I was like, you Jesus know what? Jesus is the light. You're, Come on. Ex yes, Jesus exactly. Jesus is the light yes, of the world. He is. And we need to just focus on Refocus Jesus. Refocus or focus on him, and you'll be just fine. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah for sure was, yeah for sure right like um i think anytime you're in, in a stressful situation and like a, a situation where you feel like you're out of control that's where like god is like so evident then because mm -hmm. then it's like okay you don't have control you really never had control you just thought you did yeah but now it's like so obvious to you you're like aware like okay like I really do need a savior. I really do mm -hmm. need, you know, God. Mm -hmm. And so that's awesome. That's awesome that you could piece that all together again, mm -hmm. especially in such a stressful situation, because typically when you're in a situation like that, you're just trying to stay alive, yeah. right? You're just mm -hmm. trying to like make it to your destination or wherever you're, you're going. Right. Um, but yeah, God is so merciful. And even in those moments, he teaches us things, right? Yeah, yeah. And they stick with you, right? Because I'm sure you'll never forget that, right? No, I always remember that. Whenever I start feeling, I was like, no, focus on the light. Focus mm -hmm. on the light. Focus on the light. Don't look to whatever's going on at, with so-and-so or politics, <laughs> <laughs> pandemic. Focus on the light. Yeah, but I love that you gave people something practical. You said, like, to, like, think about things you can touch right smell mm -hmm. or whatever your five senses. all this your five, five senses for each one yeah right and then also something spiritual right mm -hmm. where it's like because i think that there again i i don't know i don't know enough about anxiety but from just sitting down with you like i think that sometimes it stems from something physical it could be because again with my friend it seemed like it was like what he drank that mm -hmm. caused him to like have a chemical imbalance and he had an, a panic attack or uh, or whatever. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's out of nowhere. There's no justification for why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. And again, I, I'm sure that happens to a lot of people. Maybe just sitting at home and then like for no reason at all, like happy as can be. And then just something just starts overtaking them. So could it be a spirit? I guess it can be like the, what other explanation is there? Yeah. You know? And so if it's a spirit, then you have to rebuke it. Right. Mm -hmm. You have to call yeah. upon the name of Jesus. Right. Yes. And say, you know, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I will have no you will have no part with me. Yeah. Right. And and do away with that, because otherwise it consumes you and it very well could, mm -hmm. you know, take your life. Who knows? Or mm -hmm. if not, take your life, leave you with something like, I don't know, like some consequences. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I do think that there's a a real spiritual world like in i think spirits manifest themselves to some people more than others i don't know why 
but I know that there's people that like have had encounters with them and stuff. Whereas I've never had an encounter like, with a spirit or whatever. And I thank God that that's not the gift that he gave me, <laughs> gave <laughs> oh, me yeah. something different. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like I do think that the spiritual world is real and uh, we need uh, warriors that fight, you know, those, mm-hmm. and, you know, I want to help with whatever I can. So if I can pray, I'll pray. <laughs> yeah. But like, that's a real world. The spiritual world is real. People that aren't even believers believe in spirits, mm-hmm. you know, believe that there's something more than just the physical right the things that we can see like there's other things that are working forces that are working yeah um so yeah i think that's um this is good man i think we're about like an, an hour i don't <laughs> know like esme how you're feeling i don't know if if there's anything else that you know um you'd want to cover or anything or, or talk about uh, we still got a little time you know we, we can go a little further but if not hey <laughs> this is a great spot to, to end it too like um <laughs> we're good right we're good hey no it's cool God's timing and focus on the light no for they sure got that. No, there, they got was, that. there was plenty there and i think uh yeah people would definitely enjoy this one and and i appreciate it seriously like thank you for coming mm-hmm. on here and sharing like all those like stories all those like things that you've gone like through and stuff again i, I know people will definitely benefit from it mm-hmm. so thanks again um, hey guys, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. We're on Spotify. Um, we're on YouTube. Of course, if you're watching this, then you know that we're on YouTube. We're on Apple podcasts and, uh, man, we want to continue to make content like this and, um, just hopefully be educational to you, informative and, and be a blessing to everyone that is listening. So once again, thank you. And we'll see you guys on the next one. God bless.